That's a clap. It's been a minute. It's been a hot minute. Yeah. I've been... I've been... I've, I've felt bad for our fans out in the Naderlands. Our friend in Ashburn. But I want to let you guys know. We're back and healthy. Yeah. Everything's good. Oh, oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. Your, your thing unstuck. You gotta like... Oh fuck. Oh fuck. Push it. God oh. damn it. In pure fashion. Good. <laughs> In pure fashion, prepared for nothing, we're here. The camera falls over. I'm gonna feel a song if you will get a little tune for us. See, I kind of got like a bass line going here. Though. Okay, okay, go for it. No, wait, I lost it. That's okay. Sometimes gotta take a break you just deal with some shit you go on vacation you take some time away then you come back and you just you just keep vibing you know come back to your people to what you know and you let them know everything is good baby gonna be fine it's the astral moon that is passing through aries sun rising stars in the earth sun and the moon and when you when you feel down just remember that there's there's probably some dude out there whose balls are hanging lower than yours and that's okay that's okay you know No, that was that was really sick. I want to give you props. I don't remember that. A E C D. <laughs> wait, wait, hit it real quick, just a clean one in the mic so we can sample it. Yeah, yeah. It's just live recording here. How you been, dude? Good. Good? Busy, but good. I heard you went around the earth another time recently. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not too sure. My short-term memory's kind of been fucky lately. Do you got COVID brain? I don't know, man. I've been having a lot of issues of, like, walking into rooms and forgetting why I'm there, and then walking back, and then remembering, and then walking back again. They say COVID brain's kind of real, bro. You might got it. Yeah? Did you get COVID? I got it once, yeah. Yeah, I've heard some things that, like, post-COVID symptoms kind of mimic, like, the ADHD. Weird. Walking into a room, not remembering what you went in there for. I guess it's better than having Alzheimer's. I, I was afraid I was having, like, early onset Alzheimer's. Like, damn, my life's over at 20. Oh, yeah, fuck that, dude. <laughs> no, 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 you're chilling, you're chilling. And it's just like, man, I'm done. <laughs> just like that. Okay, well, you turned 22. Dose, dose. I did. I did turn 22. You know, that's my favorite number, right? Yeah? It was I thought it was a lucky year for me. Yeah? What happened for you that year? A lot of bad shit. 
Okay, so it wasn't a lucky year. No. But you I, thought it was going to be. I thought it was going to be. I was like, okay, so my older brother, who I like, respect and love, he said his favorite number was 22. It was his lucky number his whole life. And then my birthday is on the 22nd. And me and him always kind of took that as a sign, you know? So I interpreted then 22 as my number. And then my 22nd year came around. And it was just tragic breakups Ooh. and drug abuse. <laughs> like all of the all of the things that kind of ruin your life. Yeah, that was twenty two for me. So yeah, good luck, dude. I don't know. I I I think I'm I'm lucky that I already got the drug abuse shit out of my system. Yeah. So yeah. I, I doubt that will come back in the same sense. Good. But, you know, tragic breakups, still very possible. <laughs> oh, no, dude. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, it would be a tragic one, too. Five years. Oh, I know, yeah. bro. I, like, I, I, I almost, I won't lie, that kind of just upset me thinking about it. I was <laughs> like, no. Dude, why you got to do what? What else? You got a cat? I got a cat. So uh, What's it's your a, cat's name? Voodie. Voodie? Voodie. Where did that come from? Well, when we bought the cat, its original name was Hoodoo. Okay. And it's like, there's no way I'm calling a fucking cat Hoodoo. Do you know where that comes from? I do, and that's kind of part of why I didn't want to really do it. Oh, you don't like it being named after one of the coolest rock formations of all time? That's not where I thought it came from. I thought it was like the voodoo, hoodoo, mystic bullshit. No. No? A hoodoo is a geologic formation that is those things in Bryce Canyon. Huh. Those little things that stick up. Yeah. In sandstone, those are called hoodoos. So it has, like, no correlation with voodoo? Nope. Wild. It has to do with, like, this cool sandstone formation that broadly represents southern Utah. Well, it's probably best then because I don't really think that's fitting for an all-black cat. Yeah. If I had, like, a an orange sandstone yeah, cat... Yeah, yeah, an orange stripey little ginger that'd cat. That'd be good, yeah, but... Yeah, that makes no sense to call... Black cat sandstone related geology. <laughs> I'm not gonna put my opinion towards that. But okay. okay. <laughs> so I just started calling it voodoo. Voodoo. And then just shortened it to voodoo. And what's great. I like voodoo. That's pretty tight. Yeah, it's easier too. You don't have to say like less syllables, but. Voodoo and voodoo are the same amount of syllables. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> but, bro, I feel like it. The second syllable is shorter. It's like half a syllable. Voodie, voodoo, do, d. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. That's science. All right, yeah. I approve of this message. Okay, okay. My name's Joe Biden. That's not as good. <laughs> <laughs> That's bad. High with the words. Um. Fuck. What else? Anything good? Um, we've been away for a while. We have I'm, been away for I'm sorry, while. guys. It's been like a month since we posted. Plus, uh, shit just happened. I got real busy. I started... I got a new project going. You all might see. Yeah. Um, hoping to get Connor's help coming in here soon with it, too. But uh, Yeah, I mean, they've, they've met everyone on the project. They've all had their own episodes with us, too. So. They, they, they have... I don't know how much I want to really announce here, but there might be a 
There might be a second thing coming in the works for you. Yeah, guys. Um, yeah. A, little, sub- a little mini thing. Supplemental, a little mini, a little mini fun for you guys. Um, I'm really, I'm really excited about it. Uh, fat boys are in the house. So, other than that, though, I did that. I went on vacation. Connor's life was busy. Long story short, shit just happens, bro. And sometimes mm-hmm. you gotta take a month off. Most people do it in December, and they pre-record episodes and we said fuck that um but it's going good I um I'm cursed yeah yeah so what's gotcha Dude, it's bad. I'm a big LeBron James fan. Okay. okay. I know it's not a popular opinion really to have because it's really fun for everyone to just talk shit on LeBron. Yeah, I think so right now. It, it's really fun, but... If you're into basketball, you want to see the big fall. If you're not into basketball... When, when I was a kid, I used to ask my dad in the 90s, why does everybody talk trash on Michael Jordan? And he was like, because when they're the greatest... You're going to receive the most amount of shit talk. You know what I mean? Which I think to realm true. So, anyways. I'm like in the perfect realm of LeBron James age. And when he played for the Cavaliers in his first stint when I was younger. My dad bought tickets to go see LeBron game. Mm-hmm. I was stoked. And right before the game he got injured. He didn't play when he came to mm-hmm. Salt so then it's 2011, 2012, he's playing for the Heat, finally making my own money, I buy tickets to a jazz game. Mm-hmm. And it's when the whole concept of load management started, which is a basketball thing of essentially like, if you're the best player on the team, we're not going to play you all 82 games. We're going to strategically pick, like, 75 of them, and we're going to strategically sit you out of, like, eight games throughout the season, back-to-back games, certain different things so that you don't injure yourself and overstress your muscles. So he sat for load management that time. Then I bought tickets years later. Now, Now I'm married, me and my wife buy tickets to the Jazz Lakers game in 2020, and we got good seats. And I'm so happy. I'm finally going to get him, see him play. And Rudy Gobert, the idiot jazz player, was touching the mics and spread COVID throughout the NBA. And they canceled the NBA season. And the first game that was canceled was the Jazz Lakers game. Wow. Three times now I have bought tickets and not been able to see LeBron play. Four times I travel all the way out to L.A. to go to some concerts, to go to some comedy clubs, a story we've talked mm-hmm. about before. And my lovely wife surprised me with tickets to a Lakers-Nets game. They're supposed to be the two best teams in the whole fucking league. And I was so hyped. And I looked a little closer and realized it was preseason. It was the first preseason game, the first preseason game of the NBA. Oh, in L.A., right. none of them played. They no, all sat shots. on the bench because it was preseason. But at that time, you at least got to see him. I got to see him. Yes, and he went on the court during, like, halftime and was shooting in his street clothes, like, shooting some shots, right? Oh, he didn't even get in uniform? No. No, no, because he was <laughs> oh, he was man. so injured, he was in street clothes on the bench. Damn. He's never been in uniform in any of these games. He showed up to two, been in street clothes in two of them. Oh, man. <sighs> okay. 
this year, I'm amped. I'm trying again, right? Buy tickets to the May Jazz Lakers game. I buy a new hat, buy a new jersey shirt. I'm convinced it's going to happen. And the night before the Jazz game, he rolls his ankle. It got flown back to L.A. to start treatment for his thing. Didn't even show up to the Jazz game. I am 0 for 5 over the case of 13 years. 14 years. You are never going to see this man play. I know. That's that's like one of the only things I want to do. I so badly just want to see him play in the fucking flesh. Yeah. And I'm 0 for 5. The you're fucking curse. You're going to... You're gonna. I, I think the way it's going to end is you're going to finally get enough money together to just buy yourself a Lakers season pass. <laughs> to like go to every Yeah. And that's going to be the season he announces his retirement. His retirement? <laughs> oh my God. Oh, dude, I'm just so cursed. And like, I went to the game and it was such a nightmare for a number of reasons. Okay, so we show up to the place we're parking. And my wife's like, hey, there's a metal detector at the door. Make sure you don't have anything on you. And my dumb ass is like, oh, I don't even own a gun. I don't have anything I can take in there. Her to her, her to her. You had a pocket knife, didn't you? Get to the door and I have oh, my man. big ass box cutter <sighs> that I use at work. That's like a full metal, big, really nice box cutter. Yeah. And I realize that when I'm almost next person to go through, I reach in my pocket to pull out all my phone and shit. And then I realize I have it. And I see a trash can right there. So I'm like, fuck it. I'll just throw it in the trash can. Mm-hmm. Because I'm like, it cost me 12 bucks. Right. I don't want to walk it all the way back to my car. My car's so far away. I'll just buy a new knife. I don't care. Right. Throw it in the trash. One of the security guards sees me. He's like, hey, what are you doing? And I was like, huh? And he's like, what'd you put in there? And I was like, I just, it's my box cutter from work. He's like, you can't throw that in there. What if a little kid finds it and hurts themselves? Why are you letting little kids and I, the trash? Dude, that's the other part that I'm like, why are you letting the kids go through the trash right at the security entrance? But okay. I'm like, okay, hey, what do you want me to do? And he's like, take it back to your car. And I was like, I don't want to walk it all the way back to my car. I'd rather just throw it away. And he's like, okay, so you just don't want it anymore? I'm like, yeah, that's literally what I just said to you. It's what the trash like, can represents. Okay, well, give it to me then. So I grab it out of the trash can and I hand it to him. And he walks away holding it up in the air just like everyone sees me like walking away with this. And then he throws it away on the trash can on the other side of the metal detector. Just as easily for a kid to fucking. You should have went through and dug it out of the trash can. <laughs> Okay, so then I'm all frazzled because of this, right? Yeah. I walk through the metal detector. Forget that I have a belt buckle that has, like, a car seat belt buckle oh, man. thing on it. So I triggered the doors. I mean, triggered the metal detector after I walked through it. Yeah. Four security guards run up on me. Two of them were like, what else you got on you? And I'm like, dude, nothing. And they're, like, boxing me in on all four sides. Two dudes on this side, two dudes on this side. They're Mm -hmm. like, hey, well, we need to do the little, like, wand thing on you. Right. So I'm standing there. Two dudes are wanding me down. One dude's in front of me fucking mugging me. Like, he's fucking Captain Kirk or some dumb shit. I don't even know. Bro, you are, like, a tier below TSA. And TSA is, like, a tier below mall cops. (laughs) So they run the metal detector over me. And they're like, well, it's not detecting on your belt where you said it is. It's detecting on your back pocket. And I reach into my fucking back pocket. 
and I got my fucking wallet that's got a metal, a metal money, money clip. clip in my wallet. Oh my god. So I forgot about that. It's such a fucking sensitive metal detector shit. So then at this point I'm like, dude, I take off my belt. I take off my thing. They're making me walk back and forth through. And at this point they're also like, well, what else do you have on you? They're getting all The fly of my zipper button. They're fucking snaking on me and I'm like, they are literally acting like they finally just caught the terrorist. Right. And I'm like, dude, I just had a box cutter. I, just I work. I work in a retail store. I open boxes for a living. I like to have a decent box cutting knife. To... Right. <sighs> okay. So I go in the whole game. I'm sitting in my section, the security guard for my thing. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know if I ate too many edibles, but I think this guy was staring at me the whole time. I think he somehow like got word or something, but he was giving me one of these. One other small ball, small thing about that damn jazz game, fucking the jazz announcer pulled a total fucking Gary V moment. Oh, yeah. So one of my infamous favorite Gary V clips is he tells somebody... Because he's trying to, like, get people to understand, like, urgency and importance. He's like, now, Matt, who, who means the most? He's interviewing someone. He's like, who mm-hmm. means the most to you? They're like, oh, my family. And he's like, cool. Now, I want you to picture your family in front of you. And they all get murdered right in front of you. And how does that make you feel? And he, like, goes through this whole thing about how his daily meditation is to essentially, like, meditate and imagine his whole family getting killed in front of him. Because that gives him... Uh, like context and a sense of importance and urgency in his life. I want to go back to that. Okay, we it, will go back. We something. will go I back remember. to there in a minute. But okay, so that's kind of one of his things, right? Mm-hmm. End of the first quarter at the Jazz game. So we're not talking deep in. We're talking like everybody's sat. It's really starting to go. Mm-hmm. And in between the first and second quarter, they just cut all the lights out in the whole stadium. And the spotlight comes down to their guy who does the like, all right, Jazz, it's the fourth quarter. We're going to do this dumb game. And mm-hmm. he's like kind of the host for the Yeah, like, the ringleader. The little ringleader for yeah. the little pre-con games. And he's on the court. And he's like, I want you to imagine somebody you know who's died of cancer. Okay. Everybody in this building knows somebody close to them who has died tragically of cancer. Didn't that ruin your life? Deep pause. Well, now the Five for Fight Jazz Fund. If you text this to this number, you will automatically get charged $5 on your cell phone bill, and that will automatically be donated to the Fight for Cancer. So unless you want to disrespect the person you just thought of who died from cancer, you'll donate now. And if you don't donate now, you obviously hated that person who died of cancer. Now I know that wasn't verbatim what he fucking said, but, but his implied, whole goddamn yeah. ass speech was just like it's so weird. How fucking It's like Okay, so we had something similar to that in, like, high school where the guy, like, came out and he's like, I want you to look around the room. Someone 
that you're looking at right now will die in a car accident. Yes. There's like teenage car accident yes. things. And then they had like that whole thing where they would like take kids throughout the day from class and it's like, imagine the empty seat. And it's just like, bro, you took all the Stuco kids. <laughs> oh my god. It was so cool that all the Stuco died. <laughs> oh my we god. fucking hate Stuco. When they came out, because <laughs> they tried to make this whole scene of it too, of like they had um the bagpipe player. And then, like, the casket bearers take out a casket, and they were followed by all the Stuco kids in, like... What is Stuco? Student council. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Fuck. And they were all wearing, like, you know, ghost makeup and, you know, carrying flowers to represent that they were the dead body in the casket. And when it came out and, um, the announcer came out, he's like, I want you to look around the room. All these kids right here, imagine... If you didn't get to see them anymore, like four kids started clapping and like got the <laughs> Hell whole yeah, got like the whole crowd Fuck cheering. Jared. Because it's like the other thing too is they were supposed to talk All about the homies hey Bob. Dude, they literally like got taken to the Wynn resort and put in a penthouse to hang out with like this don't do drugs guy for like two nights to discuss that guy does drugs, by the way. 100%. No way that guy does. He probably do does drugs. coke. Dude, he's, <laughs> Just so he can do he's his job. so methed out when yeah. he shows up and he's like, you guys want to know what marijuana looks like? Right. And then basically it was just like, you know, how do, how does it make you guys feel to think that you could have died in a car accident? And they're like, oh, it was very deep for us. It's like, fuck you. We all hate you. <laughs> oh, my God. Nobody liked Darren anyways. Yeah. We all hoped he died in the car wreck. I think, ironically enough, I think one of them actually did die in a drunk driving accident. No, yeah. dude. That's why you can't do something like that. I know. That's why some of those, like, polls that you hear about in, like, high school yearbooks, like, the most likely to. Yeah. Some of those sound almost, like, grim long-term. You know what I mean? The self-fulfilling prophecy. Would it just, yeah. would, like, the bad ones actually come true? And it's, like, most person to be a janitor <laughs> that they end up being, like, fucking just heroined out like oh. most likely to be murdered by Michael Leftfield it's like what does this mean <laughs> <laughs> to be murdered by the other person in the raid right. it's like who who put together the yearbook this year oh Michael Leftfield why <laughs> <laughs> it's just his hit list <laughs> second most likely person to be murdered by Michael Jesus Christ. He just admits, like, three years after high school, these people just start dropping off the face of the Oh, year. my God. That'd be really funny. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Uh. <laughs> Use your... I got trolled in my yearbook, actually. Yeah? Yeah. I'd... Fuck, it's... I... I wish I would have prepared for this, because I would have actually brought out my yearbook that's kind of buried in the box in the other room. But, uh... Yeah. We used to went to a small private school with Janae, yeah. you know, and uh, there was a small group of girls in the school. There was like 10 of us dudes and 10 of us girls that were kind of like one general crew that kind of like yeah, weirdly mingled and hung out with each other. And we would all fuck with each other so hard. Mm-hmm. And... We just, like, it got to the point that, like, everyone was giving each other, like, incredibly inappropriate nicknames. Just, like, one of the girls we were calling Ho. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just, like, it was dumb. It was playful back and forth between all of us. Yeah, we had that. But one of them was the yearbook editor. Oh. 
And we thought nothing of it this whole year as we're just giving this girl, like, so much shit. Yeah. And as a senior at my school, at the front of the yearbook, the first, like, because the grades were so small, each senior got a half of a page. Holy shit. So, like, on each spread, there's four nice seniors. You got, like, three pictures, and then it would have, like... A question you answered, and then a quote that you got Like to a pick. mild biography, even. A little mild yeah. biography, and then you would pick your senior quote. In mine, because I fucking loved it, I picked the Nelson Mandela quote about how, like, uh, our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. Okay. And I thought I was being all, like, yeah, fucking dope. And then I get my yearbook, and I open it up. And it's just my senior quote is, living the thug life ain't easy, Tupac. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, oh, like it wasn't an intent. Like it was such a subtle. Right. And it's not even like a bad thing. It's not a bad thing. It's not like they changed pictures. It's not anything. They just fucked around and changed my senior quote to this super just douchey rap lyric about being a gangster. And... Dude, my senior yearbook, they fucked up our band's name three different times. Oh, not like your high school band, but no, like no, your my, band. Our garage band. So gotcha. we were in a band called Two Nicks, and in like one section, they just called us The Nicks. Um, <laughs> in another section, they called us Tunics. Like, like a tunic. Yeah, like yep. a shirt. Yep, yep, yep. Um, Joseph of the Technicolor tunic. And then one of them, I think they just called us um, Garrick's Band. And it was just like, the fuck is that? Is <laughs> he's, the Gar- worst, he's the worst member in the okay, band. Okay, I was about to be like, is he at least the singer? Oh well, yeah, he is the singer, but he's like... <laughs> I... Good job, Garrick. Yeah. We literally had a thing called the Garrick Effect with how much this man messed up. <laughs> oh my god. Um... Yeah, and, like, the biggest thing that upset us is this man later on got, like, a recording deal, and he was, like, talking with us. He's like, yeah, I just, like, took all the all the shit you guys told me I needed to work on, and, like, I sat down one day and decided to do that, and, like, now me and my band got, like, a record label going. It's just like, why didn't you do that when we were a band? Jesus, dude. <laughs> it's like, why couldn't you take the advice we gave you and fucking put it to us? Oh, my God. It's like, I don't think you understand. You literally had, like, the A-team, too. Fucking a guitar player and a drummer that had been playing since they were five years old that were, like, masters at it. Now you got fucking four stoners worse than you. Oh, my God. Just stony Silverstein. And this is the best part. They lost their record deal because their drummer refused to stop smoking on camera. And, um, the, cause they had like this weird thing put together that was going to pay for their record label if they did like a garage band documentary and the like producer basically said, I need you to stop smoking on camera. And, uh, he refused to do it. So they went to the band manager and asked her to like talk to him. Turns out he's fucking her. So she was on his side and they got pulled and they lost everything. And it's like, yeah, great aid to your manager dropping the ball. Dude is coming from somebody who enjoys the marijuanas. No, this wasn't marijuana. This is cigarettes. 
What? Yeah. He can't not smoke cigarettes on the fucking TV? No, because it's a... Jesus um, Christ. Fuck you, guy. Yeah, it's it, it was like the rating or something. They can't show tobacco use. Yes, but I mean, like, I, I thought this was going to be like... Um, there are stoner people who their whole identity is so ingrained in stoner culture that they have to, like, oh, yeah. any video be, like, seen, like, hitting the joint, you know I what I mean? I think some of it was, or, but majority of it was cigarettes, but regardless, he, he was... But cigarettes is even more wild. Yeah, like, can't regardless, just... though, he was 19, so he, he wasn't legally allowed to smoke either. 19 he should be. Where was this? Vegas. Yeah. Cigarettes are 18. 21 now. In Utah. In Vegas, too. No way. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure it's federal now. I think that was a Utah thing. I'm not trying to correct you. I'm just... I don't know. I mean, regardless, they still couldn't show tobacco use on their thing. Yes. But I'm pretty sure part of it, too, was because he was underage. Fuck, dude. Is it federal or is it just Utah? Search federal tobacco agents at 21 years. Yeah. Yeah, they upped it. Holy shit. Um... I thought that was a Utah thing. Okay. Mm-hmm. Dude, I can't believe. Because, like, I showed you that video I edited for my family trip we did earlier. Yeah. And, like, we had, we, I had a lot of shots I couldn't use. Don't get me wrong. Right. You know what I mean? There was a lot of shots where it was like, hey, will you put your beer down for a second so this can be, like. Right. A nice family I mean, it was literally just like, dude, the camera's here, and they're going to do an interview. Either smoke before the interview, or just wait until after the interview to go smoke. There's going to be plenty of breaks in which you go have your fucking cigarette. Yeah. And then, I guess he was also, like, smoking while playing. So, he was totally into, like, the image and persona of it. Yeah. It wasn't so that he was addicted to the cigarettes. It's like he needed that to be, like, his shot was him. Because it's like... No one that smokes does it while they're doing the task. No. They do it after or before to get the kick. To, and to yeah. have that be their, like, moment away, you know? Yeah. Like, it's just like, dude, just literally put it down for a minute. This is paying for a record deal. <laughs> oh, I can't even imagine. That's so silly. That's so silly. Like, these are the same people that fucking recorded um, Panic at the Disco. And you fucking dropped the ball with them. I don't, it's just a wild, like, that persona choice, it's just, why is it so much cooler to look like you smoke cigarettes than to actually know. fucking have a deal? Right. And it's just like, do you want to be the, the rock star that smokes cigarettes, or do you want to be the bum that smokes cigarettes? <laughs> right. Because <laughs> you're hey, still smoking cigarettes, end of the day. If anybody wants to sponsor us, I'll stop smoking cigarettes on the podcast. <laughs> Sick. You're really, you're really pulling a. I don't. We don't need to twist your arm or anything. I just like. want to let everyone know that I'm willing to quit smoking cigarettes on the podcast. <laughs> One sec. I uh, I entered a Photoshop contest. Oh Jesus! And I just this won. Might be a nice segue. I just what? won. Yeah, I just won. One sec. Will you drop your picture into the Discord and I will edit it into our video? Yeah. One second, I'm getting it my address. What what kind of Photoshop contest did you win? So his friend went um to Hawaii for vacation and they had a photo taken where he's like 
posed like this, gesturing at like the sunset over the ocean. And so um, he edited out just him like this. And basically is like, you all get one month to make the best meme out of this. Okay. And let me see if, I don't even know if, does he say which one won? Let me see. Let me see. Uh, stream schedule. I'll just do eyebrows at the camera for a second. Yeah. He doesn't say which one won, but I'll, I'll show you some. You won. Oh, I know I won. Uh, let me see if I can find one of the ones that I did, I did uh, this with it. Um, <laughs> oh my god, dude. Let's see what else did I have. I, uh, I did a little bit of Photoshop glitches. That same one you used on... Yep, on Janaid. <laughs> oh boy. It's my favorite thing. Um, I, think, I think this was the one that actually won it. <laughs> You really need to send me this. I will, I will, I will. Oh my fuck, you gotta be kidding me. Oh my god, did that just end? Bitch tits. Uh, let's see. We're gonna cut the gap in my lack of video there, maybe, with your picture. Yeah, Um... We got death row stories to talk about. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, um, you want me to, to start off with it? I'm just so curious, because I don't... I, all I read was your prompt, and I'm just going to read what you wrote in the Discord before you tell the stories. Death... Actually, no, because I don't want to steal... I don't want to... Fucking spoil the story. Go on. Okay, so I actually don't know why this man was put on death row, but important. Yeah, it was it was a man in Palestine, Palestinian man. He was put on death row, probably for the crime of being Palestinian. In, oh, for sure. In his own country. Fuck that. Um. Man. So he was put on death row, yeah. and um, there they still use the electric chair. And I think he attempted to eat, like, two dozen batteries, like, double-A batteries, before his... Two dozen? Yeah, before his execution was just, like, dry-swallowing them. 20 foe batteries. Yeah, I mean, you're about Raw to die. Raw dogging Yeah, you're about to die. Who cares what it does Clizzy to your system? gobbler. Truly, the throat king. The throat goat just fucking... Oh. All the batteries. Oh. Straight into him. Okay. So when they put them into the electric chair, the uh, combined charge into that um, created a small EMP that wiped out all the electronics in um, that prison. Like, permanently. I, I want to believe this, but there's something in me that says the science doesn't add up there. It created, it like, just... a small electrical explosion. An electromagnetic pulse. Yeah. 
from the batteries being hit with a massive amount of electricity through his body and then him exploding with Well, it. I guess I do know basic physics a mass electric field will create a magnetic field. Yeah. Right-hand rule. And, you know, it was a small one, like about 100 yards around him. But it, it wiped out majority of That's the prison. That's not small. Fair enough, yeah. 100 yards of a magnetic pulse wiping out of electronics from just your battery be- be- belly batteries? Roughly, yeah. I mean, 24 batteries. <laughs> Bro, I just would like to see that as like a Marvel show. You know what I mean? Where he's sitting there and he's just like... Take me! And you just see it as like some sonic, like some AI just... And it just is this weird radiating... Yeah, because it's like you wouldn't see it. Yeah, but they would add in some He would explode gorily, and then like all the electronics would go dead. I would like to think, though, a good production cinema would add those, like, you know how they add, like... The what it looks like when like the sonic waves go across the desert and yeah. like, the dust kind of yeah. like flops. So I feel like it would be that, but with like all the papers and the desk and, and the, the office, you know what I mean? And some dude's coffee just kind of being like, ugh, and spilled all over himself. I don't know, bro. It just seems, it seems, it seems unlikely. Like, draw. Man, pulse from batteries. Look this shit up. Most batteries are able to survive an electromagnetic pulse event. No. That's what I'm talking about. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Oh, so I guess this is, um, this is the one that won. (laughs) It's the, the non-listing one. (laughs) <laughs> oh my god, dude. <laughs> Namaste, huh? Dude, that's insane. Connor's a legend winning shit. Should we put that as our background picture today? Hell yeah, dude. Yeah? Yeah. Namaste? Oh. Uh, this just a new photo just dropped to me. <laughs> dude, I'm gonna have to get in on this shit. Get another shirt. <laughs> Um, Let's see if he'll do it again. Alright, what you finding? Nothing, to be honest with you. It's fucking all sounding like bullshit. No way, what is this? I don't think that's the right link. What did I just send you? I don't know, dude. Let's look. Raw dog and On Instagram. Real is unavailable. What did he send you? <laughs> Fuck, dude. Um, Did something come up for you? No, same thing. Okay. While you figure that out, I'm just going to tell the world this year. We got fucking... Our content got stolen. Yeah, we got robbed. We got jacked. We got jacked. There's this fucking... TikTok. I'm allowed to say that. Is that like... I really love the term, but I think I think I can get away. With it. I, I think you're under the radar. Okay, yeah. we're at forty minutes in. I don't think anyone's here anymore, so I can watch on. Um. So, 
the question was posed, how many five-year-olds could you take in a fight? Mm-hmm. Very similar to our third graders question. And I get some parallel thinking. The idea is how many little kids could you beat up? I can't be the first person right, to right. think of this idea. That, that's got to be a common thing. This I think got, most parents have this thought at least once. Probably Aristotle and Socrates too. Yeah, they saw I mean? some short people and were like... Yeah, Dude, I, I, how many of those could you take? Yeah. Like, that's got to have been a discussion for the times. But what I didn't like... So there's three main statutes to my argument. One is you got to backpedal, and the fastest one to get to you, you can kick them in the chest. Two, don't try and use a kid as a weapon. That's just going to exude a lot of energy. You can just punch them way harder. Mm-hmm. Third, you're going to instill a lot of fear into a lot of people, and they're going to sprint off. And you can go punch those fuckers in the back of the head. Now, the three tenants of this motherfucker's video were run backwards and like Final Fantasy or some other stupid analogy but same fucking shit uh, was it Fortnite or something like something, that something remember, stupid yeah. shit second thing they said was pick them up and start swinging the kids around horrid idea but you stole it and lastly he said he'll chase down the afraid ones and I'm like I, I just don't know how he there's no way he this motherfucker didn't steal it from us you know I'm thinking about it too now though like, looking back at our prompt and all that. Why has no one address the fact that you can just yell at them and they'll run away? Like, what five-year-old doesn't run away when you raise your voice at them? Now, are you just talking, like... I want to know what kind of yell you're talking about. And I pose three different types of yells. Like... Is it is it a scream? Like, just, ah! Is it a lot of cuss words that are really, like... I'll fucking murder your fucking little kid. Fucking, I'll murder you. Or, or is it like some hellish gibberish, just... No, I think it's more like, um, like a very stern talking to, like, oh. like you're, you're the authority figure and you're just like, get out of here, kind of deal, and they're just like, well, yeah. the, the thing isn't to get them out of there. No, but then they run away and then you just run and behind. Oh, cherry pick. Back so almost head. the yeah. same concept. It's no longer f- a fight. It's now how many can you catch? Dude, <laughs> it's the same idea of like running backwards. Only the fastest one will get to you. When you scare them off, you're just cherry picking the slowest one. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. now it's no longer how many five-year-olds can you take. It's how many five-year-olds can you catch up and punch in the back of the head. Oh, fuck, dude. Yeah. Do you th- what do you think the endurance of like an adult versus a five-year-old would be? I think it's pretty pretty substantial. Well, I think if we're like considering both are, you know, average health for what they are. Yeah, it's pretty substantial. But I think that there were some very like if you're the thirtieth kid, though. You know what I mean? Do you think you could maybe get far enough and up a tree that like I would be back still trying to like hit little Susie because my elbow was a little off and I had to like go back and reconnect a second time and that's just giving him some extra space to keep going maybe yeah you know there's probably like the size one too that if you're just short enough you might be able to be like too low so that it's awkward to punch towards you down there yeah that's where the kicks come in handy that's true that's true what I've always liked about the third grader option is Mm -hmm. that third graders seem to be Right at this height. Yeah. So it, I, I like the idea of just, just swinging side elbows. Strike him. 
You're real tall. You're gonna have to no, come it, down it, with it's your gonna elbows. be a lot of kicking for me. Me, I'm. I think I'm yeah. like third. I almost. I need to. I need to up the age so I can like really hit them. them. Yeah. So now I'm fighting sixth graders. Fifth or sixth graders. And now they for have sure. a chance on me because they're maybe, way stronger. Yeah, maybe one of them took like karate since he's been four or something. A sixth grader versus a third grader are two different. Worlds. Yeah, you you and can if, you can learn self defense in that three year gap. And if you don't think you could beat up a sixth grader way harder than you could beat up a third grader, just think about how much more the sixth grader could beat up the third grader. Right now, and now you're thirty. Now I might enjoy beating up a sixth grader more than I beat. Let's talk about that. Why? Why so? I I think that a sixth grader has the potential to be more annoying, more stupid. Um, Their peak middle school kid energy. Yeah, yeah. Where it's like the worst thing a five-year-old can do is just be a five-year-old. So five-year-old, third grader, which we decided what was like eight. Yeah. And then a sixth grader would be like 12. Yeah. Five, eight, and twelve. Because like when you take elementary schoolers, they're annoying because they're elementary schoolers. They don't know better. But like there's a, with sixth graders, there's like a mild sort of self aware consciousness yeah. where they now think they know what they're doing. Yes, they have some confidence. They do. So you're, are you saying that like the the five year olds are almost too young to understand? They're short. Yeah. They're just difficult strategically to hit. Yes. Third graders, a little the same. Sixth graders, though, they're a little too strong and agile. So it's sounding like the eight-year-old, the third grader, is the perfect age of adolescent child to fight. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, that's the thing. Okay, okay. The amount of joy one could probably get from fighting, like, a bunch of third graders... I think I could get that same joy from fighting, like, probably just one sixth grader. Oh, compounded. Yeah. Okay, this is interesting. Like, the amount of cathartic release. Because I think the other thing, too, is is that a sixth grader might be able to take more. So I can dish out more to them. Your one kick to the chest might not drop them. They might cry and then come back psycho swinging at you. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I, can, I, can, I can get out a few punches on... Yes. On a sixth grader. The third grader, it's like one one tap. One and done. Yeah. Easy. But like with a sixth grader, there might be a little bit of fight in them that you can tear from them. So do we need to add like a boundary with sixth graders so there's like a little bit of a ring so you can't like... Yeah, well, you know, I think the other challenge too is that sixth graders kind of run into a similar issue of like, you know, adults do is that... I think sixth grade is enough time for you to make unhealthy life choices. So then it's it's a diversity because like all third graders are about the same healthiness, same physicalness, dude. But like sixth graders, you can range from buff to fat. There was a, and this is the reason you're so right with that. There was a age group in Utah youth lacrosse that was fourth through sixth grade, mm-hmm. and a big sixth grader. Versus small fourth grader were like two different ends of the spectrum of a child. You know what I mean? Like one's essentially a small adult, my size almost. I was I was five eight, my exact same height and weight in sixth grade. Yeah. But then you put me playing as like a late sixth grader against a fourth grader who's like 
right. this tall, and he's the skin and bone kid. It's like fucking. Mm-hmm. So I used to ref that age of lacrosse, and it used to be the most scary like sport difference because there was such an insane size difference. Between right. Well, I think there's even like a, an insane difference in like calisthenic ability. Yes. Like a four year old still has a little bit of toddle in it. Yes. But you know. After that, they can run. <laughs> yeah, they can get going. Um, I think another one too is like, um, martial arts that have like that. Not martial arts, football. The that's the contact one. So I had a friend that did pee wee football, and they they don't do it by like age bracket. They do it by weight bracket. Yeah, it depends on where you live, but there's usually a combo. Most of them split it out by age but if in your age if you hit over or under a certain weight for your age they will bump you up or down a division yeah and because he was like such a lightweight he was basically playing with children half the time because this dude was like 90 pounds in middle school and he's playing with you know other kids that are 90 pounds but the problem is is these other kids that are 90 pounds are like you know he, he's in eighth grade at 90 pounds and these are sixth graders that are bulked up for football in sixth grade. Where it's like all his friends that played football in eighth grade are now playing with like freshmen that are underweight. Yes. yes. I I played with a kid in high school. I was like a lineman when I was growing up playing football. Mm-hmm. There was one kid that was like big enough to go up the age group. But the other thing is, is like it wasn't forced in Utah. It was kind of given to you as an option. Like, you can go up to this other age group if you're over a certain weight. And he never chose to. And he was this big Polynesian dude. And he was a lineman. And he just used to fucking... Shout out to my boy Chris. He used to just smash people. And every day in practice... He probably like, enjoyed it. Bro, every day in practice we do these drills. And he was the guy that, like, if you got lined up across from him for whatever drill it was, you're like... I'm going to get fucking rocked. Like, there's no chance I'm dying here in the ring. Yo, did you hear about Chris Brock and Will Swift? Yeah. they. Uh, Bill, Bill Swift, Chris Brock. Bill Swift and Chris Brock. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, for the people who aren't, educated and don't keep up on current topics i mean this happened a little bit ago but i think it still needs to be talked about a little bit i mean um so chris brock is a director Mm -hmm. he directed uh fucking mission impossible they really that's crazy fire ass movie that's crazy uh How, how are you gonna have beef with that man the Saint and World War Z. Oh, he did World War Z. World War Z. Okay. okay. All right. All right. So he's he's just chilling one day, right? Like minding those business. I think he was like at a studio or a coffee shop or something like that. In in public space, you know. And he just got walked up on, and he got fucking. He he got kicked in the nuts. Yeah. By Will Swift. Yeah, like unprovoked. 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 I mean, Chris Rock, Chris Brock has some other re- issues relating to his wife that Will Swift is not cool with. 
but it's kind of unknown what that is. Now, yeah, yeah. A, a little about Will Swift to give you some background. He is uh, considered the father of cognitive therapy in psychology. Okay. So he's pretty much like, oh, he's scared of being bitch slapped. Are you still scared about being bitch slapped now? Oh, okay, we're going to keep doing it until you're not being scared mm-hmm. of being bitch slapped. So he's out here thinking he's practicing medicine. Yes. But to, to Chris Brock, he just got his balls kicked in public. Just getting ball kicked. Yeah. He's just trying to order his, his Starbucks, and he's fucking getting nut kicked mm-hmm, by mm-hmm. Mr. Swift. I'm professional. Now, do you think Mr. Swift is justified in kicking Mr. Brock in the nuts unprovoked because of theories he might have about his mental state? No, I wouldn't say so. Like, I mean, bro, that's 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 a kick in the balls. That's not consensual. Dude, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. That's molestation, right? He touched his Mildly, dick. Mildly, yeah, yeah. Why isn't that considered... If someone hits you in the dick, why isn't that considered just like a really I mean, quick touch? You gotta consider it too. Like, BDSM is now such a big thing. What if they get off to that? No, there there actually is like... What is it? That cock and ball torture? Yeah. Yeah, that could be someone's fetish to kick someone in the balls. That is 100% just sexual assault at that point. Dude, and I'm really just thinking about, like, what about all the times you were sack-tapped by your homies back in the day in, like, middle school, you know what I mean? Low-key, they were just, they might as well essentially just walked up and kind of, like, touched you real quick on the dick. Yeah, yeah. That's that's assault. Bro, unprofessional. Oh, god damn it. Well, Chris... Chris Brock, I hope I hope justice finds you, and I hope you recover swiftly, but not too will swiftly. <laughs> All right, see you next time. Bye, guys. <laughs>